Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast recording here Wednesday evening for Thursday's 1 p.m. main slate. That's right, James. Uh, Dill Day Baseball here on Thursday. Uh, DraftKings giving us the uh, 1 to 4 o'clock games. FanDuel cutting the uh, cutting the cord at the 3-4 uh, game. We're, we're missing the 1-4 the p.m. start time. Arizona-Washington on FanDuel. But some early baseball, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with early baseball. Nothing wrong with the size of this slate. Seven games is fun and uh, some fun matchups as well. Not not our, not the deepest pitching pool of the year, but a, a decent one at that. Exactly. And we were looking at some of the, the matchups here. Some early game totals. Uh, Toronto Boston is at a nine. That looks to be the highest of the main slates at one o'clock. San Francisco, the Mets at seven and a half is the lowest. Everything else is sitting at eight. So... Uh, Baltimore Oakland also at seven and a half. So uh, keep that into consideration, at least for now, when it comes to Vegas totals and matchups that we could be looking to target. With that being said, though, let's jump into the pitching matchups here. At the top, you have Dylan Cease against Cleveland. Cleveland, of course, went ham today in their doubleheader of that game. One scored a bunch of runs. Cease has been good. but kind of been on a little bit of a pitch. 91 pitches, only five and two thirds inning against Tampa Bay. Five innings against Detroit, but 16 strikeouts and 10 and two thirds innings. We know strikeouts are going to be the calling card for Cease this year, but you know, do you want to spend up given how hot Cleveland has been to begin the year? I mean, I think you can because Cease has equally been good, so it's definitely an option. We'll see how many like regulars are in the Cleveland lineup after a doubleheader too, so, and then they have to turn around and play day baseball. So we could be getting a like shell of its normal self cleveland lineup so we'll see i think he's definitely in play even at 10-1 and against this good offense yeah i'm with you there kansas city doesn't strike out a ton that's always kind of been a problem when it comes to trying to use a starter against them but joe ryan come out for a really good start against boston six innings one earned seven strikeouts had a decent debut four innings two earned against seattle ninety three hundred dollars any interest in ryan against kansas city here yeah sure uh, you did mention casey doesn't strike out but they're also bottom three in OPS is here as an offense so even if they don't strike out very much Joe Ryan should have no problem mowing them down here so I'm interested in Ryan even at $9,300 if we're going down into the mid-tier I mean I know we've crapped on this guy for two straight slates but Paul Blackburn against Baltimore we know how bad Baltimore's been one of the worst strikeout rates or the worst strikeout rate in baseball this season 10 innings just two earned 10 K's in his two starts Feels gross paying $8,600 for a guy that was 52 and 64. But he faced Toronto and Tampa Bay. This is his third straight. He had on the road, rather, in both of those games. First home start for him. Do you play Paul Blackburn at all? I mean, it's a good matchup. It's a good pitching environment in Oakland right now, currently. Just to one nothing in Baltimore, Oakland in the eighth inning. Just to, you know, show yeah. you how bad those offenses are and, and can be. I think, I do think lefties can get to Blackburn. And Baltimore has a pretty good one in Cedric Mullins. But... Maybe use Mullins as a one-off. I do kind of have interest in Blackburn, even though he's he's only 7600 on FanDuel. I like that price way more than I like him on DraftKings. Uh, chalk value, Jordan Montgomery here against the Tigers? Yeah, chalk value will be Jordan Montgomery. Left the, in, left the start against Boston. Wasn't great 
to begin with, but did leave that start early. So a little don't hold that totally against him. And then five shutout innings against Baltimore back on track. And and I suspect a few more strikeouts here against Detroit. I guess Let's that's what we so. thought about Severino. Let's yeah, we thought so. that about Severino on Tuesday and or Wednesday rather, and that didn't actually come to fruition. I do think Montgomery in play. Any what else do you see, John? Anybody? Would you take a shot I, on anyone else here? I, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know if you were looking at the same thing I was going, but you got the debut of Michael Pineda here against the Yankees. A season debut for him. I don't. I mean, I don't really know how many pitches he's gonna. Looks like I expected to be capped four to five innings, seven to eighty pitches. So maybe we don't go to, to the Michael Pineda experiment yeah. uh, quite yet. But I mean, he has his moments at you know at times, but uh, maybe maybe not the right spot for it. I would say on DraftKings. I think the, for me, potentially, maybe Josh Rogers. I know Arizona's beating up on um, Washington tonight, and they scored eight runs. It's only the fourth inning, but I don't know, man. Arizona has a lefty-dominant lineup alone. Their lineup, Varsho, lefty, Marte, switch hitter, Peralta, lefty, Beer, lefty. They have their first five hitters. Four are lefties, so Josh Rogers with the advantage there. Maybe we don't expect Arizona's offense to put up eight runs a night so uh, i could get behind some josh rogers in tournaments as a pivot off of montgomery just to throw it out there we're not really looking to go against i guess the giants or the mets here again we talked about seven and a half game total yeah carrasco really good uh start but all price wise expensive and then you have desclafondi against the mets here at ak yeah i mean i don't hate either of them i guess my concern with carrasco is the price sure like we know how good this guy is he's obviously dealt with crazy obstacles in his life and kudos to him hat tip to him to battle back from those obstacles and and be pitching this well pitching at all right being like being alive yeah like cheers to you carlos carrasco but like 10-1 that's pricey i mean we we were all in on chris bassett on wednesday and look how the giants red hot offense has responded they're they smoked them. And Disclafani, maybe on DraftKings is better, but like 8,700 on FanDuel for a guy who's hasn't completed five innings and has given up a lot of hits. And I don't know. Maybe Disclafani a little better on DraftKings, I would say. But sure. I don't have much interest in 8,700 on right, FanDuel. Let's go, let's go to catcher position again. It, it is a one o'clock slate. So usual starters may be sitting on getaway day here. So be on the, be on the lookout uh, for that. Again, this is where, where generally teams spend down. Right. Uh, when it comes to catcher. So anybody, I guess, that you, I mean, you have Kelly or Varsho against, we talked about that already. Rogers being a lefty, both of them, Kelly and Varsho, both hit lefties well. So maybe that's a spot to attack. What's his face? Or Zach Collins wasn't in the lineup today. So there's probably a chance he's in the lineup tomorrow. Again, wasn't in the lineup Wednesday, likely in the lineup on Thursday. Tanner Houck coming off a good start. We know he's got some pretty nasty stuff, but lacks control at times so maybe an option for him at zach collins at 2700 i think pretty much you cover the position i mean uh, kelly has stunk but he has notoriously hit lefties i don't see any reason to really go anywhere else honestly it's, it's going to be a weak position i'm also okay with playing alejandro kirk if he's in the lineup too but sure. first base again toronto is going to be popular you vladdy 59 mm-hmm. you have belt talking about a really good offense right now at san francisco uh, Belt up there at 56. Alonzo gets Desclafani at 54. Josh Bell against Davies, 4,400. Rizzo homered today. Maybe Rizzo against the returning Pineda mm-hmm. could be a, a target here. But the Yankees, at least for me, whenever I stack Yankees, they just let me down. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees offense has definitely been underwhelming this year. But it's a good spot against returning Pineda. So. Also, Josh Bell left 
tonight's game. Okay. So keep keep that keep the tabs on that. We don't know what the extent of the injury is, but he did leave with an injury, so we'll see. Mon- have to monitor his status for Thursday. I, we're it would be tough to see him in the lineup right after leaving. Yeah, in theory. But, but, but you never know. But yeah. you never know. But I do agree. Rizzo forty three hundred kind of feels feels cheap. It feels a little too going up against Pineda. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm I'm leaning here uh, as well. I'm, I'm scrolling down like I don't see much in value. I mean, if you wanted to be contrarian, maybe Baltimore. If you don't believe, if you think Blackburn's just pitching above, mm-hmm. do we have like a FIP on Blackburn or anything like that? Let's see. Let's see where we're at here. Is he pitching above his means? Probably, right? I'd assume largely. I I'd assume he's largely pitching Let's ahead see. of. Him. Surprisingly, xFIP one point eight nine. His FIP's actually lower Jeez. than his ERA at one point three five. Cheers to you. So uh, like his ERA is Paul actually Blackburn. he's getting unlucky, James. <laughs> he's getting unlucky. That's how good he's been. I mean, yeah, that's how good he's been because they have a three hundred bat pip on him. So like yeah yeah he's actually getting a little unlucky. He's actually a little unlucky. A career best nine K per nine. Maybe we've sold this man short at uh, age 28 years old. He's figured it out. Trey Mancini's only $2,400. Well, that's what I was looking at. I saw Trey Mancini <laughs> down there at like $3. I was like, ah, you know, maybe. Uh, so, you know, not going to say to avoid Trey Mancini at 2400 Yeah, if you want to be different, Baltimore is certainly there. But apparently Paul Blackburn is not the man we thought he was. He's a Cy Young candidate uh, <laughs> yeah. on April 20th here. Yeah, hey, anything's possible. Cliff Lee was once sent to the minors and then came back and won a Cy Young. So. True. True. All right, second base, Mayu, I guess, if he's in the lineup at 44. Scope against a lefty if you're not interested in Montgomery. Jeff McNeil or is Cano active? One of them two, probably. Yep, yeah, Cano. both. Yeah, both are. Yeah, both are healthy and probably both in play. I think Nemo is. Yeah, Nemo's back too. I think he was on COVID. I know Cano was on COVID. Was Nemo on COVID too? Wasn't Nemo on COVID? I swear he was. Yeah, he's off, reinstated. So he'll be leading off. He won't, they they led McNeil off with Nimmo on COVID. Yeah. But I think, I'd rather probably play him than Cano. Nicky Lopez hitting second? Yeah, sure. Again, he gets on base. He singles. But at least if he's hitting second, maybe some run producers are there for him. Like... I said I would in on Josh Rogers, and the only righty in the top five was Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte against lefties last year. Yeah, did the like dang. <laughs> he did the dang thing. 387, 435, 736 slash. That is doing the math there, aka looking at the uh, fan graphs. 1,171 OPS. So 1,100 plus OPS against left handed pitching is quite good. It is. He's, so. he's not hitting his weight this year, but it's early. It could be an opportunity for him to break out. That's probably it. I'd give you that. I would go Polanco against Granky. Tony Kemp, maybe. And I was just looking off. at him. I mean, some he stole a base the other day, so some stolen base upside there. Tyler Wells is a right-handed pitcher, so we'll see an easier, or what should be an easier path for some stolen bases, right? Yeah. From- all right, third base position here. Devers at 56. I'm still fine running him against Gossman. He's expensive, but he's good. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and nobody's probably going to play him because everybody's probably going to spend up for Jose Ramirez. Probably true. So, uh, your contrarian Devers play against Gossman, your chalky spend up option on Ramirez, two obvious spots. Anybody else for you? No, nothing that I like. Nothing that's jumping out at me. That's what I'm saying. Like, as I'm scrolling down, there's nobody being like, oh, yeah. He's third. He has the second, third eligibility. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Witt's 26. But... Yeah, Bobby Witt. 
probably. As, but like we, we keep saying it, like at some point, Bobby Witt has to hit the baseball, right? Like maybe. Urshela. Yeah, twenty one hundred dollars. We're gonna get another. I feel like we're gonna get another chalky, another chalky Twins game, twin maybe. Yeah. Even though Granky's been better, like Granky's not usable in fantasy because he doesn't strike people out, but he's like not. He's not allowing, giving up anything. He's not giving anything up. He's just getting out. So yeah. uh, maybe Urshela twenty one hundred could be a little interesting play. All right, shortstop. Uh, Lindor is fifty seven. He's got some power. Anderson, I usually like against lefties. Plus fifty nine hundred. That's a wild price for yeah, Tim Anderson. I know he's been good, but that is a that is a lot. I mean, Crawford is a lefty. Fifty one. Against mm-hmm. Carrasco, not hitting as hot as the other guys. Last year was a good year for him. I don't know. Like again, sure yeah, Xander. You know who's been decent lately? Kind of. And they've been playing him over Gliber, right? Yeah, I mean he's been he's better defensively and he's been better offensively. Three multi-hit games in his last five, and he had two stolen bases on uh, Monday or so, or on Tuesday rather. So like he, I would say he's a value play, and I would he fits a Yankee stack in general. If you if that's the route you're gonna go, I suspect the Yankees are fairly popular here. I think considering what we've seen, considering everything we're seeing on this slate, it feels like the Yankees are gonna be pretty popular. I think Connor Falefa is a lower owned piece of a stack. Okay. Of the Yanks. Is this finally a, a Juan Soto day against Zach Davies? It should be right. It should be, but he's been... when he gets hot, it's he's gonna break the he's gonna break every slate, but. He's just been a guy right now, but it's a good spot. This is the spot to do it. I agree with you. Again, we can always use we can always use Blue Jays. JD Martinez left today's game, so I guess we right. interesting to see who DHs or who at least enters the lineup for Boston in his place. We talked about Yankees enough. You know, Judge and Stanton are in. I mean, if you want to go against Cease, I mean, like there's Fran Mill, Miles Straw had three runs. MVP Stephen Kwan. Yeah, Kwan. We like Joe Ryan. You're not going to really play Ben and Tenney at that price. Yeah. I mean, Mullins is only 4K. That's a pretty good number. Yeah, it's a really Verdugo good Verdugo at 39. Nemo at 39, as you mentioned. Was Grossman's splits last year better against lefties? I believe they were. Yeah, I'll pull it up. But I actually think you're spot on. I think he was better against, uh, against the left-handed pitching uh, variety. So my fan graphs is slow to load. 2021 he hit far better against lefties he had a 857 ops against lefties 734 against righties okay so maybe if grossman finds his way into the lineup there it's something to look at anything else for you i mean i don't know well let's check it out i think we could attack police act like i'm not impressed by him i mm-hmm. do think the white Sox are interesting aaron hicks 3400 has been pretty good this year. He even stole a base on Tuesday at 345, 900 plus OPS. I think we can go there. Um, we can go back to the well on Tapia, homered on Wednesday. I think you could play Max Kepler against Granky if you decide to go twin stack. He obviously is better from the um, left side of the plate. If you want to go against Carrasco, Jock Jams is 3,100. He's hitting a lot of home runs this year. Already yeah. has three. Santander has been off to a pretty good start. This year, if you, again, back to our contrarian Orioles stack. But other than that, Did now you, that I now that I mentioned six six players, right? Yeah, I mean, again, it's it, some of these smaller slates, especially when we don't know what the lineups are going to be. Like, I'm sure there'll be like a a two K starting outfielder at some point, kind of right. build around. But if we're looking at what's your like your what do you think of your top stacks here? We got Yankees and, and Blue Jays. Do we think that's where we're going? Yankees, Blue Jays, and I think the contrarian stack is probably baltimore against blackburn 
yeah. if you don't believe him, uh, yeah. if you don't believe in him. And then I think Washington for DraftKings specific because he's they're not in the FanDuel slate. Okay. Home run call. I mean, Michael Pineda, who's he going to serve up a home run to here, John? Who's he serving it up? It feels I mean, like Judge, Judge is due for a home run. He has one RBI. I should say Judge, but like Anthony Rizzo has four bombs already, right? Like I'm yeah. going to go Rizzo. I should say Judge if you want to take him. Go ahead, but I'm gonna go Rizzo. Just he's flashing more power right now. Okay. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Don't mean to drag this out too long. Give me Devers. We'll go Devers against Gossman. I'll be my play. Okay. That's my home run. James will be on the playbook for one o'clock. We'll have all the content out for everybody. Uh, get us on Twitter. Get us on Discord, and we'll catch you guys later.